Blog Talk Radio. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise will continually be in my mouth. You just tuned in to Voice of Truth Worldwide Ministry here on Front Radio. We are here every Sunday at the same time, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Call a neighbor, call a friend, text them, email them, tweet them, hit them up on Facebook, and let them know that we're on the air live. We want to welcome our listeners to the show, whether by web or by phone. We are so glad that you took time out of your busy day to be a part of the service today. We want to welcome our new customers, new uh, listeners to the show today. We just thank God that you are with us today, and we do hope and pray that you will continue to listen in every Sunday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'm going to go ahead and open us up in prayer. Father, we just thank you for another day. We thank you for health and strength, oh, Father. We thank you for making a way out of no way, oh, God, in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for life. We thank you, Father God, for Jesus and the blood that he shed. We thank you for the Holy Spirit. We thank you for all things. We thank you for making a way for us. We thank you, Father God, that you are way-making, God, that you are able to make a way no matter what the situation may look like. We thank you, Father, that you are able to make a way where it seems that is no way. We thank you, Father God, that you are God that are able to, to lead us and guide us in the direction that you have us to go. We thank you, Father God, for your holy word. We thank you, Father God, for your, your direction through your word, through the word of God. We thank you, Father God, for life in itself, oh, Father. We thank you for the breath of life. We thank you, God, that you are God high and knows all things and sees all things. We thank you, Father, for protecting us from all dangers seen and unseen. We thank you, God, that you are able to do all things. There's nothing possible for you. There's nothing too hard for you. Father God, we just thank you. We just thank you for the turnaround. We thank you, Father, for turning those things around, oh, Father, that are coming against your children all over the land. And we pray that you will turn it around, oh, God, turn it around even now, God, in the name of Jesus. You said, Father, men of the affliction of the righteous, will deliver them out of the mind. We pray, Father, that you will deliver them. And whatever is coming against them, Father, turn it around for their good, even now, Lord, in the name of Jesus. We pray, Father God, that you will save a soul. Save a soul. Bring them out of darkness. Bring them to your marvelous light. We pray, Father God, that you will bring them out of crap houses. Bring them out of prostitution. Bring them out of drunkenness. Homemongering. Bring them out, Father, for your glory. And clean them up for your glory, God. We ask that you will save them and change them for your glory, God. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we just say thank you, Father God. We just thank you for your word, Father God. We just bless your name. We exalt your name on high. We thank you for the blood of Jesus that was shed for us, oh God, that we might have life for the Son of God. We thank you, Father God, for Jesus and the blood that he shed, Father. We just give you praise. We give you honor, and we give you glory, and we magnify your name. All these things we pray. In the mighty name of Jesus. The word of God will be coming from 1 Samuel today. Amen. 1 Samuel, the 17th chapter. 1 Samuel, 17th chapter. And I'm going to begin reading at 
verse number 45. Amen. And the word of God reads, Then said David to the Philistine, Thou comest to me with a sword and with a spear and with a shield, but I come to thee in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the army of Israel, whom thou hast defiled. This day will the Lord deliver thee into my hand, and I will smoke thee and take thy head from thee, and I will give the carcass of the host of the Philistine this day unto the fowls of the air and to the wild beasts of the earth, that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. And all this assembly shall know that the Lord saveth not with a sword and a spear, for the battle is the, the Lord, and he will give you unto our hand. And it came to pass when the Philistine arose and came and draw nigh to meet David, that David hasted and ran towards the army to meet the Philistine. And David put his hand in his bag and took then a stone and slung it and smote the Philistine in his forehead that the, that the stone sunk into his forehead and he fell upon his face to the earth. So David prevailed over the Philistine with a sling and with a stone, and smote the Philistine, and slew him, but there was no sword in the hand of David. Therefore, David ran and stood upon the Philistine, and drew it out of the sheriff thereof, and slew him, and cut off his head therewith. And when the Philistines saw their champion was dead, they Led. Our key scripture today is, this day will the Lord deliver thee unto my hand, and I will smoke thee, and take thy head from thee, and I will give the carcass of the host of the Philistines this day unto the fowls of the air and to the wild beasts of the earth that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. This is the word of the Lord for the people of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God for his word. The title of our message today is The Battle is Over. David said in verse 46, he said, This day will the Lord deliver thee into my hands. This battle is over. In chapter 17, it talks about how the Philistine was getting together to go to battle against Israel. And it says to us that there was a champion, and his name was Goliath. And Goliath was a very big man, a big giant. He was really big. He he had all the armor on, man-made armor. He had all the armor on, and he was the champion for the Philistines. 
and Goliath's army of God was between a valley. The army of God was on one side, and the Philistine was on the other side of the valley. The Bible tells us that when Goliath would come out every day, asking for somebody to come and fight him, he would come and taunt and place fear in the army of God. And and the Bible tells us that that the army of God was so fearful of uh, this giant that they was afraid to fight him. They they were afraid to come forth. They was afraid to send uh, somebody to fight this this giant, Goliath. They the fear had set in. I don't know about you, but sometimes fear will will set in. Fear for other things, and we won't face the thing. But the Bible tells us that David who was a shepherd boy, uh, maybe around the age of 14, we will say around the age of 14, that David's father had sent him to the battlefield and to, to take some uh, torch corn and to take some cheese and take some bread and see how his brothers were doing. He had three brothers had, who were fall into battle. Well, the Bible says that when David had got there, at the battle, this giant would come out and he was taunting the people of God. You know, fear will do that. It'll taunt you. Uh, and it'll cause you to, to, to be so fearful that you'll be scared to move and you can't come out of the place that you need to come out of because of the fear. And no matter how the fear comes, but the fear comes to cause you to, to be stagnated or cause you not to to move and you can't go to your next level or your next place because of the fear. Well, the Bible says that when David went to the place and uh, doing what his father had told him to do, he had opposition when he got there. First of all, he had it from his brother because they wanted to know why he was there. And then you had others that uh, were doing the same thing. But David had a way of just going around to find out the answer because he wanted to know what what, what I'm going to get if, if I defeat the Philip. What 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 would I get if I conquered this giant? And and they went ahead and told him that you know you're gonna get uh, Saul's one of Saul's daughters as your wife, and you're gonna get a place, uh, in other words, to live, and, and then your family will be able to live tax free in the land. Well, you know David, being a very young boy, um, he he knew the the. the I'm 
another. And we're all going through some type of battle in our lives. But we got to be as David was. We cannot fear. And we must have faith to believe that it's God, that God is able to conquer our enemies. We got to trust. We got to believe in God for our battle to be won. So the Bible goes on to tell us that David even went to Saul and told him, I'll go out here and I'll go and fight this giant. I'll go. I, I know God is going to give me his head today. I know that this battle is going to be over today. It's going to be over today. It's going to be over today. David spoke to Saul and Saul said, well, you know, it ain't no chance. It, you know, it, it just ain't no chance. Uh, David, you, you're just a little boy. And, and Goliath, he has been in a, a, a man of war and, for a long time, and he's a mighty big man, and you're just a little bit of boy. There's no chance, there's no way that you're going to win. There's no way possible that you can beat this giant. David still standing in faith, still knowing the God that he serves. So we got to know the God that we serve and know and believe what he said. He said in, our word, in his word, no weapon formed against us shall prosper, not one. He said in the word of God, who can be against us when God Who can be against you? Who can stand against you? Who can stand against your God? Nobody can stand against your God, and nobody ever will when you are or belong to the living God. The, the victory is the Lord. That's why the Bible tells us that David, you know, David didn't have no fear. David did not have any fear whatsoever. Because the Bible said to us that he hates towards him to fight him. David said the battle over today. It's over today. Because when I come down here and I'm coming to fight, I don't come by myself. So we got to be like David. We have to realize that when we are children of God, that we don't come by ourselves. We're not in the battle all alone. God is our man of war. The Bible says the Lord is your man of war. The Lord is his name. And we have to allow him to fight the battle as David, as even a child, allow God to fight the battle. The battle is already over. Now, that don't mean that you ain't going to be on the battlefield. That don't mean that you're not going to go through nothing. And we are going through many battles in our lives. We're going through battles in our finances. We're going through battles in our relationships. We're going through battles in our marriages. We're going in battle with disobedient children. We're going in battles in our minds. We're about to lose our mind. Up in here, up in here, we're about to lose our mind in that battle, in that battlefield. But when we know that God is God, when we know that God is our man of war, when we know that God is our deliverer, when we know that God is able to deliver us from the hands of our enemies, we'll have faith like David to face the giant. We don't want to face the giant. We want to hide from the giant. We want to run and turn from the giant. We want to stand there and just look and be fearful. God is not making us weak soldiers. And he's not making us to be doormats because we are children of God. He did not call us to be doormats. He called us to be conquerors. He called us to be victorious in him and through him. 
He ain't making no work songs. That's why you got to go through the valley. See, some of y'all don't want to go through the valley. But it's in the valley that God makes you into a warrior. That's where God makes you into a warrior of faith. That's where God makes you into a prayer warrior, too. Down in the valley, you will learn how to fight. You'll learn how to fight in the spirit. You'll learn how to fight. David knew how to fight. God had taught David how to fight in the valley. If you go back and you read of the chapter, you will see that David said, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm the shepherd boy, in other words. I'm the shepherd boy, and I, I'm watching my father's sheep. And there comes a bear, and there comes a lion. And, and I, I take them down, but he never takes credit for it. He always said that God did it. God had the victory. I had the battle, but the battle wasn't mine. The battle was God, and the victory was God. It was never what David said. It was his battle. But he said the battle was the Lord. And when he went out to fight this champion, that they thought surely this 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 giant, not Goliath, and he had so much confidence in his own self. Have you ever seen people that got so much confidence in themselves that they think they got so much power and they could just do anything they want to do to other people if they don't fit into their committees and their street committees and their little groups? That's not a truth when it comes to a child of God. David said in the word of God that he didn't come by himself. He didn't have no uh, spear, no gavel. He didn't have none of those things. He didn't have all that armor on that Goliath had on. And many of us today, in the world that we live in today, we see people that got guns, they got knives, they got all this stuff, all this foolishness. When all you need is the Lord. Because he said, I will fight the battle for you when you belong to me, if you allow me to fight the battle. And when you own the battlefield for the Lord, when you own the battlefield for the Lord, now I don't know what field you're on. Who field you on? Because when you are on the battlefield for the Lord, you are going to be victorious. When you are on the battlefield for the Lord, when David went into battle with Goliath, he was a child. When he went on the battlefield and went before Goliath, the battle was already won. It was already won. The battle was over. The moment that David stepped down, down in the back, the battle was over. Do you know that God would send people down in the valley to destroy some giants? To be a, what they call a giant killer. Some down there that got enough faith to believe that God can. He'll send some down there that would pray. And he'll send some down in there. Sometimes you don't know how you got down in that valley and why you're there. But God's sending you down in the valley so that you can kill some giants, so some people could come out. Because, see, the children of Israel or the army of God were standing up on this mountain, on their side of the mountain, afraid of one giant. God sent one young boy, not even a man, a boy. To defeat a giant twice his size down in the valley. And God uh, allowed David to go before a giant twice his size.
to let us know that there's nothing too impossible for God. No matter how big the giant is, as they say, the, the, the bigger the giant, the harder it falls. But we have to step out of that fear. The fear has set in on in the children of Israel or in the army of God. They had got fearful. And when you get fearful of a thing and you get scared of a thing and you, you start worrying about what they're going to do, how they're going to do, stop worrying about what your enemy's going to do. They can't do no more to you than what God allows them to do. You got to have faith. You got to have childhood faith like David had. He had childhood faith. It's just like little bitty children. They don't worry about nothing because they know somebody's going to take care of them. Somebody's supposed to feed them. Somebody's supposed to clothe them. They don't worry about that. They got enough faith. They got that childhood faith. We got to have childhood faith enough to know that God is able to keep us no matter what battle we eat. We got to realize that we're on the battlefield for the Lord. He did not tell us that we would not be in a battle. But he did tell us that he will be with us in the battle. He will be with us through the battle. And he will bring us out victorious of the battle. The battle is over when you believe, trust, and have faith in God to be your deliverer. David knew that God would be his deliverer. He didn't depend on nobody else in Israel. Because you know what? I believe if David had to listen to them, he would have been just as fearful. He would have went on back to the sheep. But he had so much faith in God that he just knew, okay, if God brought me out here, I'm going to win this battle. I'm going to win. I'm going to be a winner. You're a winner. When you belong to the Lord, and you are on the battlefield for the Lord. You already won. The battle is over. It ain't. You just have to say, it ain't going down like this. I'm on the battlefield for the Lord. And no one could defeat the Lord. Can't nobody stand against him. That's why he said, who can be against you? They were like, mm, mm. today, God's going to give me your, your head. Today, no matter how long you've been in the battle. Now, I don't really know exactly how long that the the army of Israel was up on this hill so fearful for this against this guy that they wouldn't even send nobody out. But the moment that David came that day, that's why I said, uh, that's why I said this day will the Lord deliver thee. David said this day, that means today. The battle is over. And we need to have the same attitude. We need to have the same faith. We need to be walking and believing that God is able to deliver us from the hands of our enemies and evildoers. I don't care where they are. And I don't care who they think they are. They are not match for your God. They're no match for him. Look at David. You can see David. Lord, let him see it. If you can see David, a little bitty boy. Against a giant so tall, but he did not see him because he knew God. Do you know God? Do you know him as a deliverer? Do you know him? Do you know him? Do you know him as being your savior? Do you know him? 
Because when you know him, you don't worry. But when you're worried and that fear has set in, and I'm telling you because I know for personal experience, it was a thing that I feared. And sometimes the very thing that we fear will come against us. And it'll be a big giant. And the devil wanted to be a big giant because he knows that you fear it. Those giants may be on your job. You're having a battle every day when you go to your job because of evil-hearted people. But God is able to deliver you in the midst of your enemies. He's able to set you free. Don't matter what a battle is. Don't matter where it takes place. God is still God. And God is still in control of all things. That's why David did not fear. But he continued to believe in God. And, you know, even though Saul really, you know, Saul really didn't have no faith. I don't know where his faith went, but he lost it somewhere. All the army of Israel, they lost their faith somewhere. Where was they faith? I have no earthly idea, but they lost it somewhere. And that's what Goliath want, wanted them to do. That's what the devil wants you to do. He don't want you to have no faith in God. Because he knows you ain't got no faith. If you don't believe in it, you doubt. He knows you're already defeated. You have to face your fear. You have to stay in the word of God. You have to pray so that you will know what the word of God is saying to you so that you will know who you are in God and through him. But the Bible says, I am more than a conqueror. You got to start saying, I'm more than a conqueror. You got to start saying, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. I am victorious. I am a woman. I'm a warrior for the house of God. I'm a warrior. And I will not be defeated. Who can be against me when God is for me? We have to start saying those kind of things. And, and it's a process because I had to learn how to get there. To learn not to fear and worry about what my enemy was doing. And when all of the stuff around me and all kind of stuff and all kind of uh, things were going on and falling apart, I still had to believe God. I still had to have faith that it's not what it looked like. It ain't what it looked like. Let me tell you, I had a battle. Lord, I had a battle. My washing machine tore up. You might say that's not a battle. Yes, it is if you ain't got no money. But fix it. It's a battle. Anytime that you're struggling and you can't make in me and you don't know what you're going to do, that's a battle. So this is a testimony. So I put my clothes in a washing machine. Now, I ain't always been there now. Put my clothes in the washing machine. And I went on and I prayed over the washing machine. I went on and I sat down and read my word. After a while, I heard a noise. I heard a noise in the kitchen. And the washing machine was working. God is able to win every little battle. See, sometimes we don't see the blessings of God because we're looking for something really big. But he does all kind of miracles every day. He brings all kind. He defeats all kind of battles in our lives every day. If we would just open our eyes and see it. He thinks that washing machine, that was a miracle. And it's still working to this day. I put them clothes in that washing machine and I walked away. 
a roof on my house. That was another battle. Now, that was a big battle. I'm telling you, it cost about three or four thousand dollars to to get a roof put on this house. But God made a way. That battle was over. The moment that I trust God and know that God is God, and God didn't let it rain for 90 days until the people put the roof on my house, that battle was won. I didn't have rain in my house. God had won that battle. We got to believe God for miracles. We got to believe him and know that he's able to keep us in the midst of all of our battles. If we got a battlefield going on in our minds, and, and most of the time that's where your battlefield is, is in your mind. Because the devil pulling on you one way, and you trying to believe God, and the devil telling you he ain't going to do it. What you believe in God? If you trust God, you're going to have to suffer. You can't do this. If you do this with God, stay with God. Because that's just the devil. And he's just giving you just giving you all kind of confusion in your mind, thinking that you're about to lose something. But God did not say in the word that we will be defeated if we are living right, paying our tithes and all, and that's what that's you got to do it. Because people keep back the divide for you when you do that. And we must pray, and we must not worry. We must stay in faith. We got to stay on the battlefield of Lord. We can't be on the battlefield one day, and then we're in the world the rest of the week. We have to stay on the battlefield for our Lord and know that he's able to keep us and protect us from all danger, seen and unseen. We got to believe that. David believed, okay, I'm going before this giant, but God is able to keep me because I don't see him deliver me. I don't see him. I don't see him deliver me out of the power of the lion and out of the power of the bear. He delivered me out of the out of that land. And he said, you know what? God is going to deliver me out of this land of Philistine. God is about to deliver some people out of the land of their enemy. Whatever your Philistine may be, God is going to deliver you out of it. You're going to come out. That's what David said in the word of God. He said, he said that the that God, he's talking about God, God would deliver me out of the hand of this Philistine. In other words, it don't matter what they do. It don't matter what he says. I don't care how big he is. This day, the Lord will deliver him, Goliath, in my hand. And that's what we have to, that's what we have to do. We have to believe that the battle is over. We have to the battle will begin. You know, all battles always start somewhere. But we have to believe that the battle is over, even when we step in it, because when we got faith, we can't see what's ahead of us. So we got to trust God in the battle. We have to trust him to lead us and guide us in the battle. So when we're in the battle, that we'll know that we're not going to be defeated. Don't care how ugly it looks. It may look like we're about to get destroyed, but we ain't destroyed. God is with us. And that's what David said. You know, God is with me. You know, you come with me. You know, people will come to you with all kind of foolishness to make you think and to set fear in. And I've seen people do it to try to put fear in people because they just want to control you. 
But David said until this day, now you you come to me with all of your your swords and your spears and your shields. He said, but I come to be in the name of the Lord of hope, the God of the army of Israel, whom thou hast fought. So David let him know I don't come by myself. And this day, it's a new day. It's a dawning of a new day. It was a new day when David stepped in, in the place. It was a new day. David told him, I come in the name of the Lord. That's how you have to, you, when you, you have to say, and when you speak to that devil, and them little devils, you have to tell them, I come in the name of the Lord. I don't come by my shit. You have to come to know and expect God to deliver you. You got to know that the battle is over. No matter how God started, you got to know that the battle is over. David told him the day is the day. You going to follow the day. He didn't say, yep, tomorrow. He didn't say two weeks. He said the day. Because God had sent the right one. See, God was sending. He was sending the right people in the right valley to slay some giants. To slay some of them little devils. He was sending forth a person in the valley to defeat giants. So that people can come out. Because when you come out, somebody else coming out. Somebody else going to get delivered. Because when David defeated the giant, the word of God says that when Goliath fell and, when, and it fell on his face, he fell on his face. And he fell, and then the rest of the army scattered. Because the one that they thought would never be defeated. Have you ever seen people like that? That felt like whoever is over them, they feel like they're going to never get defeated. The Bible just told us Goliath was a big man and David was a boy. And he defeated him with a slingshot and a small stone. He didn't have no armor. Even though uh, Saul was trying to get him to, to put on this armor, David didn't feel comfortable in the armor. It was something that uh, God had really not given David when he was in the valley. God had given him a thing that he needed to use, not somebody else. So sometimes we be trying to do stuff somebody else's way. And that's not what God calling us to do. He ain't calling us to do it like nobody else. He ain't calling us to wear it like nobody else wear. He's telling us to put on our own armor of God. He's telling us to do it ourselves, not the way somebody else doing. And that's why David comes down. Hey, I, I can't wear this. And he might have worn that stuff of Saul and may have lost because he was trying to do it somebody else's way on the battlefield. But he took it off. He told him, in other words, I don't feel comfortable with this. I, I can't wear this. And he got his slain slot and his five stones. And he went. And Saul told him to go and let the Lord be with you. God is telling someone else to go that he is with us. He's with us in the midst of the battle. He is our man of war. But we have to depend on him and trust him for the victory. We have to go forth and face all of our fears. There's nothing too impossible for God. 
Even though it looked like the odds were against David, there was no possible way that he could actually win. He won. He defeated the giant because he believed in the God that he served. You know, sometimes we let the things in the world all around us set fear in us. You know, because we hear so much on radio and we see so many things on TV and we're living in a world where the love of man is wet cold and they don't want the things of God and they don't love God and they're just doing everything that they're big enough and bad enough to do. And when we hear all of this different stuff and all of this violence in the world, we get afraid. But God is not calling us to live in fear. These are giants that the enemy is putting before us. And we cannot fear. We must stay in faith and stay on the battlefield for the Lord. Because he will keep us. He will keep us from falling. He will protect us. He will keep us fed and all of those things. But we cannot allow fear to set in as this army did, as Saul did. See, Saul was the leader. And he was scared. Well, you know the whole army was going to be scared. He was the leader and he was scared. They, if the leader is scared, so are the people on it, because they all trickle down. Saul was afraid. He was leading them. And all the other people were afraid because Saul was, was scared. He, he had to lose his faith, so they lost their faith, just like he did, because he was the one supposed to lead them. But David was being led by the spirit of the living God. I believe God sent him there. Now, God probably got tired of them being afraid and, and, and sitting there uh, like a sitting there just in fear and not doing anything, ain't doing no kind of action. Scared to move. Probably just looking to peeping out and looking and trying to see where the giant was. But God sent David a child who had all faith in God. We got to have all our faith in God at all times and in all things. No matter what bad battle that we're facing. We have to know that the battle is over and we have to begin to praise God and thank God and worship God and tell him, Lord, I thank you that the battle is over. That the victory is won. Because the Bible tells us that um, that the battle is the Lord. And if we believe that the battle is the Lord, we have no need to worry about the outcome of the battle. You ain't going to starve, and your enemy can't defeat you when you belong to the true and living God because the battle belongs to the Lord. And sometimes we get in the way of God. We don't listen. We try to, we try to do it in our own flesh, and we try to win the battle ourselves when it ain't even about us. The Bible says that the that the battle is the Lord. The battle is the Lord. In other words, it's not your battle. What you're fighting is not your battle. The battle belongs to the Lord. And he will deliver you. And he will set you free, but you got to give it to him. You got to trust him with it. 
and tell him, Lord, you know, I need you to help me cry out to him and ask him to help you in the battle, in the midst of the battle. You got to ask him in the midst of the battle, so Lord, help me in the midst of the battle. And the Bible goes on to tell us that, you know, when David ran towards the Philistine in haste, and, and when the Philistine arose, they were ready to fight. You know, the, you know, it, it, Goliath said unto David, you know, in other words, I know this, hey, I'll paraphrase, I know they didn't just send this little boy out here to defeat me. Not this little boy. But see, he didn't see David. He didn't see who was with David. All he seen was the little boy. And see, David tried to tell him. But because he didn't know God, all he saw was a little boy. And that's why he thought that he was going to be the one that was going to destroy David. And the Bible said he even cursed David's God. It's not good to curse God. And it's not good to come against God's anointed. It's not good to come against God's children. And the Bible said, touch not my anointed and do my prophet no harm. Touch not God's people. Touch not God's prophet. Because that battle that you're fighting and you're coming against, you're fighting against God himself. And you're surely to lose the battle. When you come against the children of God. When you come against God's true problem, I ain't talking about those false ones. I ain't talking about those folks that just went. I'm talking about those that God has called and chosen. Touch not them. Touch them not. Don't put your mouth on them, talking about them. If you don't believe in that ministry, you don't have to listen to that ministry. Touch not God's anointed and do his prophet no harm. Touch not the children of God and do them no harm. Everywhere in the word of God, every enemy of God was destroyed. Because you cannot touch God's prophet. You cannot touch his children. Because he is a God that takes care of his children. Touch not. And see, when Goliath came, he had cursed God. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't curse him. Don't curse God. And the Bible says that when David, on that day, David was delivered the head of the Philistine. He cut a head off. Now, the, the Bible tells us that he prevailed over the Philistines. He didn't have any weapons like guns or knives or spears or any of those things. He didn't have any of that. But he had the living God with him. You can't be defeated when you got God with you. And it may be many of people that have risen up against you, lying tongues have risen up against you and set all kind of traps for you. But they're the ones going to be defeated. The Bible tells that everywhere in the Bible, the children of God was always victorious, always. And everyone, 
God, it was at a dawning of a new day. David said, this day, today, the battle is over. The army of God will not fear anymore because this day is a dawning of a new day, and the enemy, the giant, shall fall. It's a dawning of a new day. I don't know what your battle is, but go ahead and thank God that your battle is over. It's over. Don't worry about it. It's over. You're coming out. Oh, that's still a sign. Whatever it is, whatever you're coming, whatever's coming against you, you're coming out. You're coming out. You're going to be like David. David stood upon this giant. And when he stood upon it, he cut his head off. And he received everything that he was supposed to receive from Saul. We have to keep faith in God as David had. And we have to realize that no matter how big the giant is, no matter who the person may be, no matter who the devil come through, we have to realize that the battle is over. And the battle is won through the Lord. The battle is the Lord. It's, it's not about us. It's not our battle. It's his battle. And we need to let him fight that battle for us. And David did. And he slew him. And he had there, He had no sword in his hand. But he cut the, the Philistine head off, Goliath's head off, with his own sword. His own sword. David didn't have a sword now. Goliath had a sword. David cut his head off with his own sword after he had failed. It's a giant by the fall. And they're going to fall real hard. It's a giant that's been in your life that are about to fall. You've got to believe it. You've got to know it. And you've got to trust in God. But it's some giants about to fall. All over the land, all over the nation, some giants. Get ready, because you're going to hear giants, people that you thought would never fall. They're about to fall. And they ain't getting up. Goliath did not get up. When David threw that, had that slingshot and slumming around, I said the name of the father, the name of the son, the name of the Holy Ghost, and he let it loose. And it hit that giant Goliath and, and, and hit him right in the, the forehead. He fell. And when he stumbled, he was, I believe he was rocking side to side when that rock. He didn't know what had hit him. And when he fell, it was all over. Stumbled and he fell. And he did get up. And we know from the word of God that David cut his head off with his own sword. He thought Goliath and the army of the Philistines, they thought that they were going to destroy the army of God. He thought that he was going to destroy David. But it wasn't that way on the word of God. We are in perilous times, and we got to have faith because 
We're in a society now that don't love God. They don't love the people of God. They're coming against the things of God. They're coming against God's ministry. They're doing a whole lot of foolishness. And they are about to fall. And I believe that God has seen how fearful they had became. And he sent forth someone that still believed and still had faith, even with the giant as big as he was. And even though he was taunting them and and, and, uh, causing them great fear, God sent somebody with childlike faith. He was a child. He had that faith to believe in God, to know that God was able to deliver him from the hand of the giant so much so that David said today, today will the Lord deliver thee in my hand. I will smoke thee. In other words, I will kill thee and I will take your head from thee. David said that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. Today, the battle is over. And all shall know that there is a God and that God is real. They will know that there is a God. They will know it, that there is a true and living God that sits high. And look, no, and knows all things and sees all things. The battle is over. Whatever your battle may be, your battle is over. You don't have to worry about it. Continue in prayer. Continue to pray. Continue to believe. Continue to have faith in God. And don't let fear sit in because that is a weapon that the devil uses is fear. If he can get you to feel one thing, he'll have it as big as that giant Goliath. And you'll be so afraid. You can't go around. You can't go forward because the giant is standing there. You can't go to the right. You can't go to the left because the giant is standing there. But you can't let the fear in. you got to have faith. We're living in that time that we must believe in God and know that he's able to keep us no matter what, who, or who the devil uses. We have to realize that God is God. We have to know that he's able to deliver us. We have to know that we're not by ourselves, that God is always with us. And it doesn't matter who's against us. When God is for us, the battle is over. The victory is the Lord. He has won the battle. You got to know that when you belong to God and God is with you, that you're going to always win. Well, no matter what battle it is, you're going to always win. For God is a God that is able to keep his people. No matter where you are in life, God is able to keep you in the midst of your battle, whatever that battle may be. He's able to keep us. And we have to realize that we will prevail as David prevailed. And we have to realize that God God is able to conquer our enemies. We have to believe. And if we have any unbelief, we ought to ask God to help our unbelief. We need to ask God 
to make us strong soldiers in the Lord that we won't fear. Because God is not calling you to be a doormat that people can walk over all over you because you're a Christian. And they'll try to do it now. Because they'll say, oh, Christians are not supposed to do that. You have a right to speak in, the, in, in a nice way, but you don't have to let people run over you just because you're a Christian, just because you're a man or woman of God. You don't have to allow that. But know today that the battle is over. Don't worry about it. Pray about it. Give it to God. Get out of his way and leave it to him. For the battle is the Lord. It's not your battle. It never was your battle. Give it to the God that you serve. And know that God is able to defeat your enemies before your faith. Fear not and stand still and see the salvation of your God. For the enemies that you see today, you shall see no more. The battle is the Lord. The Lord will fight for you. The battle is over. Amen. The battle is over, says the Lord. Mm, Some giants are about to fall. Mm, 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 mm. My Lord, the battle is over, says the Lord. We thank God for his holy word. Amen. The battle is over. Don't worry about it. Pray about it. Stay in faith. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Keep your eyes on him. Don't focus on him. I think sometimes we focus on too much of what's going on in the world. And then we get around all these negative people and all these negative conversations and What's going on and what's going to happen? You got to realize that you're covered under the blood of Jesus and that God will take care of you and keep you. He's able to keep you. Just believe the battle is over. Amen. If you don't know Christ, I want to give you the invitation to accept him as your Lord and Savior. If you don't know him as your Lord and Savior, if you will say this prayer, Lord, come into my heart and be my Lord and Savior. Lord, I am a sinner in need of a Savior. Lord, forgive me of my sin. I believe and confess with my mouth that Jesus is Lord and God raised him from the dead. If you said this prayer and you honestly repent of your sin, be saved and change your life today. Find, find your Bible, whether it's a, a King James, a New Living Bible, find your Bible that you can understand and begin to read it. Start in the, the gospel. We want to encourage you to uh, follow this ministry. We are a Bible-believing church without walls. I want to encourage you to get connected, stay connected. If you have given your life to Christ today and you have um, repented honestly, to repent of your sin with a godly sorrow, we, we believe that you are saved. And if you have given your life to Christ today, if you would just inbox me on Facebook, Elaine Jackson, or Voice of Truth, and then I will get you in contact with the people that can help you uh, on this Christian journey uh, to lead you and show you the way that you ought to go. If you uh, have given your life to Christ today, I also want to encourage you to read your Bible daily and develop your relationship with God. How are you going to know God if you don't read the Word? So you need to read the word of God. But again, if you have given your life to Christ, welcome to the body of Christ. 
And also, um, just inbox me on Facebook and let me know, and I will get you in contact with the right people uh, that can help you on your Christian journey. We'll keep you in prayer. We'll pray for you and with you. Amen. So please do that. Um, inbox me and let me know if you have given your life to Christ today. Um, our VOT announcements for the day, don't forget to tune in every Sunday afternoons and evening for the Hour Power Live on Block Talk Radio. Sunday afternoon at 5 o'clock p.m., we have Pathetic Corner Ministries. Sunday evening at 6.30 p.m., we have Voice of Truth, and I am the radio host on Voice of Truth. Monday mornings, we have Mormon in the Spirit. It's a word of encouragement from the Lord, food for the soul. If you would like to receive the moment in the spirit, inbox me on Facebook, and I will tell you how you can start receiving that. Tuesday night at 9 o'clock p.m., we have one word from the Lord. It's on the air live on Block Talk Radio. We want to encourage you to get connected and stay connected so you can receive a word from the Lord, a true word from a a true prophet of God, powerful preaching from a powerful man of God. So we encourage you to get connected. That's one word from the Lord, and it's live on Block Talk Radio every Tuesday night at 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Wednesday morning, we have for you midweek manna, food for the soul to uplift and to encourage you. If you would like to receive midweek manna, inbox me on Facebook, and I will tell you, how you can go about doing that. Saturday afternoon at 3 o'clock p.m., we have Faith Come by Hearing Ministry live and on the air on Block Talk Radio. We want to encourage you to start following these ministries of God. And as always, if you need prayer, please inbox me your prayer request on Facebook or Voice of Truth or submit your prayer request on Voice of Truth webpage at votwm at yoda.com, and I will get in contact with you through uh, our website. We want to encourage you to follow, connect, and stay connected to these ministries with this, without walls. You can listen anywhere at home, in your car, or on the go. Wherever you are, we are there. So we want to encourage you to get connected and stay connected. And if these ministries have been a blessing to you, sow a seed into these ministries, and God will truly bless you. And you can expect the harvest when you sow it on fertile ground. If you would like to sow a, a seed in any of these ministries, that's inbox any one of them, and they will tell you how to go about sowing that seed in their ministries. We got to get out of here. We're running out of time. So we want to encourage you to tune in next week at the same time. God loves you, and we love you too here at Voice of Truth Worldwide Ministries. And I'm going to do the benediction now to him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you falling before his presence of his glory with exceeding joy. To the only wise God, I say you be glory, majesty, dominion, and power both now and forevermore. Amen. Have a blessed week. We love you, and God loves you too.